Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am, I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Our guest for this Charlie Tuesday, Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five. How are you, my friend? Doing great, Zach. Ready to, ready to knock this out. Let's Let, go. Let's knock it out. Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos, Sonos. is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. Charlie Five, you put out something very interesting today in the Locked Out Auburn Discord. And if you're not a part of that, you need to join. I'll put a link in the episode description down below. But you said that there's a good chance that Auburn's next quarterback is not yet in the transfer portal. What did you mean by that? Okay, first of all, let's be clear. I um I sent a screenshot of a conversation that there could be that Auburn's quarterback is possibly uh, for next year is possibly not in the portal yet. Oh yeah, you're right. So there, but there is there is a lot of talk. Um, the Kedon Slovis stuff is starting to slow down a little bit. Um, you know, it came out today. I think he may be leaning towards going to Pitt mm-hmm. or Notre Dame, um, which makes me think uh, he he would be the number one target. You would think uh, that's of guys in the portal right now. I would think. Uh, so you would think that we would be pretty hard after him, communication, whatnot, and for it to kind of slide, it just kind of makes people start to think um, that maybe the quarterback uh, is not in the portal yet. And, you know, a little bit of evidence to that is that uh, you look at guys like DJ James and Jason Jones, those were guys that uh, were not really in the portal yet, and we we – they jump out, they jump into the portal, and then we're automatically, you know, the leaders to land them. Uh, kids are talking, right? Player, players are talking, players are recruiting. Um, I've, I, I think players are becoming some of the biggest recruiters uh, as as coaches now. Uh, talking to uh, their buds, talking to their guys. Maybe they went to high schools close to each other, reaching out, things like that. So, um, it it could be that uh, the one of the reasons we haven't seen a whole lot of movement is that the quarterback of the future is not quite in the portal yet. And there's been some talk about who that could possibly be as well. What's the talk say? Sure. So uh, one is obviously, I think the the biggest one that everybody would be very ecstatic to see, and he's kind of put out a lot of cryptic things that he could be leaving is uh, Grayson McCall from coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. He was, I think he leads the uh, leads the um, ever in uh, a, a quarterback passing efficiency, I believe, or efficiency rating, or QB rating, or something like that. He's a uh, and swag. Yeah, awesome mullet. Um, Got a lot of swag. Eye paint, a lot of eye paint. Uh, Love. He that. would be a dream to me. I, I want to <laughs> say something, but uh, to me, he'd be basically Bo with. He'd be like a Bo without the psychotic breakdowns, possibly. So oh gosh. I'm just gonna throw possibly just go ahead and throw that out there a little bit more. Okay, a little bit more. Uh, even keeled both uh same same type game though that sounds like a really good quarterback then yeah you would think you would think so and then yeah there's talk about brock vandegriff uh from georgia he's a true fresh true freshman this year right at, at georgia they got i mean they're just stacked and he was a five-star out of high school 
Uh, those two guys. He was part be- of the D Davis class, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Got yeah. It. I, I kind of wonder at what point is Harson like, you know what? I've got my guy. I've got him or whether it's Finley or, or Demetrius or, you know, whoever it may be. I think there's going to be a point in the off season where he's like, you know what? Screw it. I've got my dude. Um, you know, these guys chose Auburn and I'm going to, I'm going to roll with these dudes. Cause Harson seems like that kind of guy. It's like, I don't care who's on your team. If I got my dudes, I don't care. Right. Um, and so, you know, and there's part of this narrative too, right? Where a lot of dudes are going to transfer after spring, which makes sense. Yeah. You know, you, you kind of get a feel of of the depth chart in spring and dudes are going to enter the portal. There's going to be a massive wave after that. I would think that those would be the least desirable. Especially for got, quarterback got, regarding instant impact. Yeah. I know we got lucky with like a Tony Fair. I think was he hit late. Um Maybe there was like Darius Knight. Darius was late. I think Donovan Kaufman was late. He was really late. But that was also – that's another thing is also late was whenever they uh, – they didn't vote on the one-time eligibility thing until later in the year. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, so you may have had some better prospects go late after spring. But I just think moving forward – all that's going to be done on this yeah. first go around. And then you're more guys that maybe don't like where they ended up after the spring practice on the depth chart. That'll be where you see the next wave of guys. And those might be a little bit least, a little bit less desirable. I think, I think the big guys that you're going to want, the big guys you're going after, you're going to have to have them in, <clears throat> excuse me. You're going to have to have them in before January 19th, which I think is the last day for them to be able to be enrolled in classes. So, um, as soon as this dead period's over, there could probably be a couple of really hardcore visit weekends, and right. that's where you'll see a lot of the ball rolling on the way to finish this class out through the portal. Yeah, I think the first week of January is going to be a ton of fun, a ton of fun in oh, regards yeah. to that. But, yeah, I mean, even guys like that were early enter the portal and come to Auburn, like Eculiota, he wasn't there for spring. And you right. just think about all of these dudes, like Marcus Harris, I mean, all of these really solid pieces on the, you know, last year's team that weren't around for spring practice and, you know, the installation right. of so many things. And uh, I think a lot of those guys got better as the year went on. And it's like, Oh, well, that's why they're just probably now getting comfortable and getting to where right. they didn't have to think as much and just kind of can react. Cause they finally get comfortable in the system. And so it's, it's things like that where you stop and we start to talk things out. And it's like, okay, maybe Auburn's in a fine spot going into 2022 because Harson's got his dude set. The offensive line sting is, is still where I'm like, I can't really talk myself into it. No. Um, but other than that, like I, I feel really good about this roster. I'm not too concerned about quarterback just because I think whether it's Finley or Davis, I don't think that's going to be why they, why Auburn's offense struggles if it does in 2022. So, mm. um, you disagree? I, I think. Uh, I, I you, think you don't want to go into a season holes. with Finley as the guy. That, is no. that what you're saying? I, 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 re- I, I really don't. I mean, it's not. And you, the, the difference is, I, I don't want to take a, I don't want to take a quarterback just to take a quarterback. Um, but that would just be, that would be very scary to go into the year. Um with what little we've seen has not been that has not been great. And then you got your, what, what happened at LSU. 
Um, I, I'm I'm pulling for TJ. I just I'm just not sure that that's going to be. If your if your goal is to turn this thing around and win right now, if you're then there's no way you can go into next year without having a proof to me a proven quarterback and possibly even a like a go get you know a up and coming star from like a smaller conference like a Grayson McCall or somebody like that. Um, I just I can't fathom that Brian that Brian Harson could go would go into 2022 with no added offensive lineman and no added quarterback. That would just be that would be really hard for me to believe that if if that happens, that means we probably missed out on quite a bit of people. We couldn't close the deal. Yeah. The well now he has he will have two guys on campus at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he chose. He chose TJ no. Finley. He to- chose TJ. He didn't choose well, and, and Garen will be there. Okay, I got you. I yeah, got you. Yes, so, yes, so yes, he will right. have more than half of the quarterback room will be guys he have chosen. And then D. Davis, who Harshon loves loyalty. And so right. I, I think I think he's in the mix. I think he respects that. And based on you know how he talked about Davis at the Birmingham Bowl presser, it sounds like Davis is getting reps, which is good. Which sure. Is exciting. Sure. So I would... Once again, it's like if it's one of those three dudes, like I can talk myself into it. I don't think that's going to be like what holds Auburn back in mm. in twenty twenty two. But maybe I'm being maybe I'm being silly. I don't know because I get what you're saying. Harson you... Harson believes in Finley, or he wouldn't have gone out to get him. Well, you had to have Finley really for for just for you had to have Finley just really for the depth chart purposes. I mean, Finley. <sighs> He, but he what Harson a... had to tell Finley, like I, I don't think Harson's a liar, right? No, I mean I don't think, and and I don't think that say uh, I don't think that he didn't believe in fin- Finley when he tried to get him. But after you see what he can do, um, I just don't think so, we'd be but... even targeting targeting quarterbacks. Period, uh, or talking about targeting quarterbacks in the portal. Period. If you know he wasn't fully confident in it. So you and I have a very good relationship. Tell me if I'm being an idiot here. But I think the whole process of Finley being thrust in the starting role after Bo Nix being hurt against Mississippi State and all that for the final two games of the season, I said it as it happened. Finley is being set up to fail. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the, the fact that he is being asked to do what a starting quarterback needs to do when there's two weeks left in the season, um, when he has not been getting reps... Like, that is an issue. Like, he maybe got reps the week of LSU just because of the whole QB controversy and Bo Nix getting benched and all that. But I just, I think if you give him a full offseason, I bet he's okay. I bet he's fine. I don't think he's going to be great, but I think he'll be serviceable. Do you want serviceable or do you want do you want to win? I don't think it's going to matter unless you fix the offensive line. I, okay, so that's that's the crux of your argument. That's, yeah. that's the, the bigger part of your issue is that if you don't, and I'm with you, if you can't fix the offensive line, just ro- just roll with what you got. And I mean, if, what if you you're got. Slovis, and I don't know the situation at Pitt, and I don't know the situation at Notre Dame, right? But their offensive line situation has to be better. It better. has sure. to be right. Sure. And so, sure. like, I, I believe that. I believe that Auburn's reaching out to these dudes, and it's not working because they they can see the offensive line is going to be a massive question mark until until that gets shored up. Um. I almost don't think it matters. I I, I I totally get that point of view. I just don't think that I, 
the way we watched the way we watched a couple of those, like I said, a couple of those guys going to the portal. I, I want to just feel, I, and maybe it's just me booging in my heart that uh, <laughs> I, I think that there's a plan out there that we just don't know yet. But I just cannot fathom after the season you just had not to absolutely sell out. Either you've already picked them out, or you you know they're going to go into the portal. Guys, uh, offensive linemen that you know can make an impact um, immediately, and then couple that in with a quarterback that you think can make an impact. I just – there's no way – there's just no way Brian Harson goes into next year with um, Brendan Coffey and Killian Zaire as your only – Colby Smith – Colby, whatever. The the Smith, I think, is a freshman. Um, and then that's it. There's no, there's just no way that happens. I, get I it. just cannot fathom that, that that's the case. If that happens, we may have – we may have bigger issues. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Hey, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? More visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth of your business. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Be sure to check it out at netsuite.com slash locked on. netsuite.com slash locked, excuse me. Check that out at netsuite.com slash locked. Charlie Five, our guest on this Charlie Tuesday so NIL Auburn had a uh, a Zoom call for folks yeah. interested. Um, they put out the links on some of the message boards, and so I wasn't able to attend. I had a I had a locked on meeting at that time. But what um what was your takeaways? You, you attended, right? Yeah, I did. Um, right off the bat, I left my mic my mic on, so they muted me uh, real quick, which was embarrassing. Um, but um, other than that. Uh, a lot of the same stuff that we talked about. Um, I think uh, to start out, uh, when they launched this thing to the public on January 1st, I think $250 a month is going to be where you start, like the lowest you can go. $250. Uh, and then $250. Yeah, it's going to be pretty pretty steep. Um, and but I, I, need to, I need to set this up better. If you missed Charlie Five and I's conversation, I think from yeah. two weeks ago, NIL Auburn is what has been set in place for fans to help make sure student athletes are taken care of. And so you can yes. sign up for a subscription and what you pay to NIL Auburn, you will receive some type of access from regards to content as well as autographs and maybe a few other things depending on what all you pay for. But that is right. the exchange of goods and services. And then the, the student athletes will then be able to be compensated through NIL Auburn. So that's the gist exactly. of it. Charlie Five, continue on. Sure, sure. So, yeah, two, I think $250 is what they're going to start with. And then as they go, I think they'll drop to have some lower uh, values to sort of kind of gauge um, where they are and what they need to be, where they need to be. Sure. Um, I think the biggest things that uh, they, they answered a lot of questions, which I thought was really cool. They had, they had a lot of fans that were very interested, uh, had a lot of good questions. Um, they talked about market values of athletes and how they're going to decide – who gets what, when gets uh, and all that good stuff. One thing that I was hoping would be ready to begin with, but it's not, and it, it's going to come, is that when you do your subscription, you can 
select, you know, basically throw it all in a big pot for all the teams, or you can select which team specifically you want your, um, you want your um, subscription to go to. Yeah. The only thing um, I, they had talked about it actually going to a position group. So you could, uh, you could, you know, offensive tackle, set, please. offensive tackle, whatever. Yes. That's not going to be available right to start with. That's going to be available um, down the road. They said he did say there's only one other school. He didn't say which one. There's only one other school with a fan based program like this. So it's going to be cutting edge. It's going to be, we're actually going to be leading in something, um, believe it or not. And yeah. it's a way that, uh, it's a way that we can reward student athletes for, for coming to Auburn and, and, Hopefully, and if 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 everyone gets on board, we can um, you know use it to get to get better athletes and win championships. Uh, be a more enticing offer to come to Auburn because you have Auburn NIL right here that you could be a part of. Yeah, so. it's going to be a major net positive. It's going to be a big part of Absolutely. recruiting. Um, Two fifty is high. I, I I'm kind of think, I don't think the average fan is going to be able to do that, but we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I mean that's. That's a pretty decent car payment with, with today's stuff, but we'll see what happens sure. with that. Um, did he say what they would get for the two fifty a month? Uh, it was like autographs, memorabilia, pictures, videos. Um, could be even like phone calls. Uh, I mean, just different things. Yep. Basically, like the the the, the athlete's going to come in and they're going to have like X Y Z that they have to check off, like for the mm -hmm. goods and service exchange. So in other words, like you sure. got to come in, you got to sign. 100 autographs you got to do whatever and then they're going yeah. to disperse it uh to the subscription um customers so cool. all right uh it's gonna be pretty cool it's gonna be I, I i really do think the the lower options will open up rather quickly after this after this you know basically soft i guess harder than soft launch that they're gonna have because harder than actually, soft harder than soft yeah a little bit a little bit harder than soft um launch that they're gonna do uh with the 250 dollar subscription semi-soft or semi-hard stop, stop it stop it all right that's charlie five it's a charlie tuesday here today's show is brought to you by prize picks I've been telling you about prize picks all season. If you haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? In addition to the college football action, prize picks makes college basketball more exciting. Prize picks is the leader in daily college fantasy sports. They offer uh, any prop you can think of. In basketball, you can play points, rebounds, assists, threes made, and more. And anyone who uh, makes a deposit and uses the promo code, which is locked on, will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to use that promo code locked on. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com today. Use promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Final few minutes on today's edition of Locked on Auburn with our own uh, Charlie Five. I meant to talk about this yesterday with Lindsay, but we ran out of time. I want to talk about yeah. folks that have left Auburn via the transfer portal this offseason, whose impact hurts the most. I wrote it about sure. it at AuburnWire.com. I'm just going to kind of go through my list. You tell me what I got right and what I got wrong, if you don't mind. Sure. So, so it's seven, there's seven guys. Um, the one that has the least amount of impact with his departure, I said, was Tayshawn Manning. Thoughts? Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's going to be a huge impact. I would have put another guy on your list a little bit lower, but just because anybody for offensive linemen right now losing is – is at least some sort of a deal, but yeah, I'm, I'm Fair enough. It, he's he's okay 
right there, I probably would have put the guy at six at seven. Okay, Caleb Johnson is who I had at six, and, and that totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah, you could see a path of like Tayshawn Manning playing. I yeah. don't think you can do that, that was, with Caleb. So especially I, I, after this, especially after this signing class, and then um, different guys that are getting healthy, and you know, right. guys that got back towards the end of the year. I, I just don't see a path for him. I, he wasn't really an edge anyway. He was really more of a, like he was listed as an edge, but he he was not really an edge. He doesn't look like an edge physically. No. Um, no. At, at five, I had Amari Harvey, the the true freshman safety, did not record a stat or play in twenty twenty, which. I'm not gonna lie, that seems a little off to me. I feel like you got to find a way to put a former four-star safety on, on the field in garbage time or in special teams or something. But he yeah. did, he did not play, and so I, I think with Auburn's strong signing day, he saw Auburn get more and more defensive backs, wall, yeah. and he's like, okay, I don't think there's a clear path to playing time for me here. Yeah, that that one's kind of tough because believe it or not, I think he was the highest ranked. Um, I think he was the highest ranked player in last year's class, um, and. You couldn't find the field for whatever reason. Uh, I don't think Harson's just not playing guys um, that he doesn't think give him the best chance to win. But yeah. I'm kind of like you. You just kind of want to do a little bit more maybe not to lose um, your top-ranked player from the last class. But at the same time, with all the dudes they brought in, maybe they just felt like they brought in better players. I don't yeah, know. clearly it's, it's not hurting not you. Uh, he felt like they were better players. So Right. That's right. And number four, yeah. I had Elijah Canyon. Similar situation, yeah. just didn't get on the field. So. Whether it's um, whether it was him learning the playbook is one of the things that I heard. Other things were attitude. I, I don't know the story there, but regardless, yeah. he did not see the field as much as a lot of people wanted him to. And uh, yep. and Canyon, uh, Canyon went his way out. Yeah, it's tough. Tough. He 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 was an intriguing athlete that. You know, we seem like we have a couple of those every year. Guys is is four sort of uh, is four right legends. for you? Was that four is, is good for me? Yeah, okay. that's a good one. Three, I've got Sean Shivers there, um, largely due to Ooh. off the field stuff, just because he's a big locker room guy. But obviously, yeah. you know, there's a chance that Auburn has. Uh, I think Auburn's going to have three running backs that are relevant in 2022, and Austin Davis's new offense. I think Damari Austin's going to have. A pretty fun role as a true freshman. So yeah, yeah. And if if Tank would have gone, this could have been number one. So fair. Um, but yeah, I think I think three is a fair spot for that one. Uh, at two, as far as impact, Ladarius Sennis in the defensive back. I thought Ladarius Weird. had a chance to be a starter in twenty twenty two. I think in spring, when the ones go out there for the first time, I think he would have been one of the safeties. And I, maybe he was told not to. Uh, maybe he was told that he would not be a starter moving forward. I don't know. I don't know. But that one surprised me the most. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I don't know if that's a Kaufman deal, maybe. Um, he just didn't feel like um, – I don't know. I, he definitely would have played. He definitely would have played. He played this year. I mean, he played some this year. He definitely would have played, but he probably can start immediately at Ole Miss. Who, who are the starting safeties now? I guess it's – at here, at Auburn, or at Ole Miss? At Auburn, I, I would not put that on you for Ole Miss. No, I mean you got uh, you got Kaufman, you got uh, Gilbert coming in more than what number one yeah, JUCO safety. Yeah, um, you got a couple of different guys that can that Zion. can slide up there. Zion, you've been talking. There's been actually even talk about Smoke coming back. I'm not sure if that's been squashed 100 percent yet. Um, but yeah, do we and, want uh, that? Do we want Smoke back? 
Don't let me say. Okay. Personally, I, I don't want to. All right. I, I would rather him not come back. All right. Number but. one, Bo Nix. Obviously, you know, when you lose a three-year starter, I think long-term it's good, but I think for 2022 it's bad. So there you go. I just long-term, go long-term. How how do you think long term that's good? I just want to I'm just want to pick your brain for a second because I think we get a year into the Harson reset. I, I think we get there a year earlier. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so I think a we need to carry over. the The biggest reason I didn't want Bo to leave is because I'm. Once again, I'm going back to like I'm really concerned about the offensive line here. But yeah. Bo is better with a bad offensive line, I think, than any of the quarterbacks on this roster, just because he's done it for three seasons now. So yeah, dodge um, bullets for three years. Right, right. If you do anything for three years, you're going to get better at it. So I think that's a big part of it. And it's like I don't want Auburn to go six and six again, and the fan base want Brian Harson to get fired. Right. No, I'm with you. I'm and I with think you. Bo was the best option for that not to happen. And you can look at the schedule, and it's like, man, you got a lot of home games. You got eight home games. Uh, I think Penn State at home is winnable. Five in a row, right off the bat. Right, and so it's like, if you win five of those, it's like, okay, you're almost better than six and six already. So, you know, if you can figure out how to do that, I think it's great. But I just, I, I don't know. There's just a few weaknesses on this roster that, I mean, they're going to fill it up. They're going to add like ten dudes. So, you're right, though the. I do think Bo would be, although he's probably not the best option to win a championship. He may have been the best option next year to, to go win like eight and four or something, eight or nine games, yeah. and um, so that just just because of that, um, you have to put him have to put him at number one. Right. It's kind of it's so weird how the number one. It's so weird how the three how a three year starter leaves and we're just like okay with it. And Oregon's mad about it. And Oregon's kind of mad about it. That's just it's so college football is just. I love it. It's drunk right now, and I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> it's it's wild. It's wild. There's one thing about Bo though. I wanna I wanna kind of yes. There's this narrative about Bo. Um, I've seen it on Twitter. Now he can go mess up Oregon's locker room. Uh, they're just different things. It's like that Bo was a bad bad teammate. And right, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm I remember I can I can point to several guys tweet you know that unsolicited. Derek Hall's one of them. I think Colby Wooten was another one uh, tweeting Bo's my quarterback several times, like after the LSU game and after. I just don't know. That Chandler Wooten came on here, and that dude was getting me ready to run through a brick wall for Bo, saying yeah, like he, exactly. I'm glad he's my quarterback kind of thing. Yeah, I don't I don't buy that Bo was a bad teammate. Um, it just, I think that probably needs to stop. But yeah. uh, other than that, I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm okay with it. Um, I'm like, uh, even though next year is obviously a question mark now, I'm like you. You kind of get to turn the page and move on from the previous regime. And yeah, like is losing an extra game or two in 2022 worth it to figure out if Brian Harson's the guy a year earlier? It's like it probably is. Yeah. Um, I'm making some pushback for that. You know, every game matters kind of thing. But yeah, I just think it's important to have perspective when we talk about 2022. I just think it's a very important thing because I think the way Auburn is positioned in the SEC West, I think in order for Auburn to win it, 
and to go to the college football playoff, it has to be when you play Bama and Georgia at home. I just think that's how it is because you have to yeah. win one of those. Yeah. And I mean, the, the back fair. in that's 22, fair. like it's great. You have eight home games, but like you may not win on the road in 2022. That just may not to go. You got to go to both Mississippi schools and then you got to play Alabama and Georgia on the road. Right. The that's biggest tough. thing is like, can you win in Starkville? Um, that's the big thing. So we'll see. We'll see what's going on. There. It's tough. It is tough. It is tough. You know what else is tough? Hit it. Whenever the pod ends, and it's just I, I can't talk to you anymore. That's that's what's I tough. Know. That's what's tough. I got to wait a whole week to talk to you again. I know. It's this stinks. I know. Uh, quickly, what should an Auburn fan want for Christmas right now? Go. Uh, wins. A bowl game win. How about that? Okay, a bowl game win. That sounds good, man. Hey, where can people find you here? You support you, all that good stuff. Uh, find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five, AuburnLive.com message board, the corner, uh, Auburn 247 Sports Body Get Aboard, or Monday through Friday on the Dad Bod Golf Box. That's Charlie Five joining us. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. The show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn.